I'm your host, Aaron Ripmaster. Welcome to the Man Cave, where joining me tonight for Diz Dad's podcast number 592 for August 12th, 2018 are Chris Papchek. Hello, Diz Dads. Dave Adams. Howdy, everybody. And Nathan Trent. Hello, humans. Ah! Seriously, guys? Only me? Only me? <laughs> I, Sorry, I was so shocked. Uh, I was yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, no, tonight uh, we are going to get started on the second round of our My Walt Disney World tournament, looking at Nate's region. Uh, that's why he's here with us. But before we get into that discussion, I do want to thank our podcast sponsor, Mouse Master Travel, an authorized Disney vacation planner. Let a Mouse Master agent take care of the stressful parts of vacation planning so that you can focus on the fun. You can check them out at MouseMasterTravel.com. Hey, and one other quick commercial announcement. I don't do this very often, but uh, we are winding down to uh, the last opportunity to get your orders in for the Diz Dad's Hawaiian shirts. Uh, when this podcast goes live on the 12th, you'll have less than a week to get your order placed. So if you want one of those really cool uh, Diz Dad's Hawaiian shirts, you'll need to get that order in. You can go to DizDads.com, and uh, if you go to shopping and then new Diz Dad's shop, uh, you should see them right there at the top as a featured item in the Diz Dad's shop. Um, get those orders in because the order should go to the manufacturer shortly after August 18th when the orders close. All right, uh, so... It's time to move to the second round, and and this was a round that had some um, a couple of controversies. We had a couple of ties in the first round, so when those matches come up, we will uh, review sort of what happened with those ties. But um, the beginning here is uh, actually we're going to have one of those to deal with here in this first matchup. Um, Nate's number one seed happily ever after skated pretty readily over rivers of light in its first round matchup, but its opponent, uh, and you know, shouldn't surprise us. It was an eight, nine matchup. We had a tie between the void star Wars virtual reality experience in Disney Springs and Mickey's Philharmagic. Um, and I think that, you know, among the panel, I think Dave, you were on that um, first round panel, weren't you? I wasn't on the void one, but I, I did voice my opinion on the website. Ah, uh, okay. So I knew I'd seen some feedback from you, and you seemed, <laughs> um, you know, pretty strongly convinced that the void was going to advance. Um, Got to tell you, the community didn't agree. <laughs> um, I was a little shocked. I, I mean, if, if y'all listened to my trip report about me doing the void. I went on the limb and said it's the best thing going at Walt Disney World right now. And so I was very shocked to see that PhilharMagic, of all things, beat it out. And by a wide margin, um, PhilharMagic advanced with nearly 64% of uh, respondents voting for PhilharMagic over the void. So the nine seed with the mild upset advances to this matchup against Happily Ever After. Uh, it's an all Magic Kingdom matchup. So Nate. It's your region. I'll let you get things rolling. Happily Ever After or Mickey's PhilharMagic and why? <laughs> well, I, I picked Happily Ever After number one overall for a reason. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's just a, a complete show. Uh, 
you know, <laughs> good way to go out with a bang. But, uh, I mean, the castle projections, uh, tons of fireworks, uh, good story, uh, good overarching theme through the, through the show. I think actually has a better story than wishes did though. The music may not have the pull at the heart strings with the children's choir, but <laughs> uh, you know, it's my number one. Uh, feel hard magic has always been one of my favorites though. And yeah, I did vote for it, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I figured as a Donald duck fan, you might've had a, uh, soft spot there for Phil hard magic, but I, I get what you're saying there about happily ever after. It sounds like Nate is pretty firmly in the happily ever after camp. Um, you know, Dave, Chris, either of you want to argue with him that uh, Phil Our Magic ought to advance instead? Uh, no, not at all. I've got I've got uh, happily ever after winning this one pretty handily. Yeah, I have to agree. Uh, it's pretty hard to to beat that Big Bang. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I don't think we should be surprised here. It's a number one seed, the number one seed really in the entire tournament. It was the first pick. So, uh, you know, none of us are really surprised. Happily Ever After advances pretty readily over uh, Mickey's Magic, which barely survived its first round, first round matchup with the Void anyway. Um, now, we move to the second matchup here, and uh, we start with another one that was a tie and another one with results from the tie that may be a little bit surprising. Um, it was a five twelve matchup and number five soaring around the world ended its first round matchup tied with slinky dog dash. But it's important to remind folks that at the time slinky dog dash hadn't even opened yet. Um, it was in a, in a tie, you know, on a, on a purely speculative basis, really, uh, at that point. But in the interim, the attraction opened. It had, um, I think, a lot of really positive uh, feedback. You know, people had really great experiences with it. Uh, I frankly thought this one would be very, very close, if not, um, you know, leaning towards Slinky Dog just as the new hotness kind of thing. But that's not what the listeners thought. Uh, in fact, Soren uh, did really better than I expected with nearly 59% of respondents voting for Soren Around the World instead of Slinky Dog Dash. So, in this matchup, Soren is in the second round here, facing off against Expedition Everest. We have sort of signature attractions from, you know, two two separate parks that maybe aren't the signature attraction anymore, but once upon a time were the signature attraction of their respective parks. I guess that's an arguable issue there, but um, you know, Dave, I'm going to ask you to get us started here. Who advances to the third round soaring around the world or expedition Everest? You know, this is a tough one for me because I really love both of these rides and I, I went on a limb today in our, our chat and I said that Soren is the the best ride at Epcot. So I'm going to stick with that and say that Soren wins this. I love Everest. I think it is the best roller coaster at Walt Disney World, uh, hands down. But I think uh, Soren around the world, it, to what it means to my family, uh, it's it's one of the things that we have to do when we go to Walt Disney World. I love it. Uh, of course, I was talking to Chris earlier. And I guess I'm spoiled because I've never sat on the sides. So I've never seen the the skewed projections 
Um, so I'm always I've always seen the best of Soren. So maybe I am skewed a little bit, but I am going to say Soren wins this. Okay. Uh, so we have Dave making the argument for Soren to go on to the third round. Uh, Chris or Nate, either of you want to make the argument for Monsieur Disco Yeti? Yes. Expedition Everest, hands down. Uh, it, Soren doesn't even compare. It's not even in the same league. Uh, <laughs> Expedition Everest is is definitely like Dave said, the best roller coaster on property. Um, and one of the best just in general, the, the extremely well themed, um, gosh, probably one of the more expensive roller coasters ever built too. Um, and even with the Yeti not working, it's still, uh, effective. You know, the, the roller coaster is extremely, um, fun uh for pretty much the entire family <laughs> so i i have to say that uh expedition everest uh just knocks it out of the park and soren can't even compare okay so we have an impassioned defense of expedition everest from chris uh nate it, it looks like this is coming down to you is it soren or expedition everest Gee whiz. <laughs> uh, they both, I like them both a lot. And I would have to lean slightly towards Expedition Everest because it's, it, it has the flaw of the Disco Yeti <laughs> or the Yeti not working where uh, Soaring Over the World Basically, sometimes about two-thirds of the audience in the ride has a, uh, a skewed view. So I'm going to give it to Expedition Everest just because its flaws are less than the other. <laughs> you know, I, I, I appreciate your thinking there, Nate, because I, I, I have Dave here in the chat room imploring me to try to make this a tie. Uh, but really my thought process was pretty much the, the same as yours. Uh, yeah, this no. is a, a matchup of, of two premier attractions that each have a significant flaw. And it, in some ways it comes down to the, you know, lesser of two evils, which one's flaws less impact the experience of the attraction. And I think when it comes right down to it, you know, Expedition Everest is just as thrilling without a moving Yeti as it needs to be. I mean, I, I can't say it's a, as thrilling as it was with the moving Yeti because I never got to the experience the moving Yeti. Most people haven't. <laughs> but, I mean, my point is that even without that moving Yeti ever, really, except for a very short period of time, um, it, it remains a beloved thrill attraction. And... On the other hand, Soren is, I mean, I love it. It has the advantage of being a more family-friendly attraction and more people can ride it. Family can ride it together. It's got all those great things going for it, but the flaws have a bigger impact on more people than the the Yeti does. So I, I, I can't bring myself to, to make this a tie and to interfere. I, I think that um, Everest deserves to advance. 
Yeah. Had this been classic soaring, I would have to go that way. But the, the, the new soaring, yeah, <laughs> it's got to be expedition first. That so, makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry you find that painful, Dave. <laughs> I'm doing the rest of this round under protest. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, now this next matchup is um, an interesting matchup. It's a show in the animal kingdom that's got a brand new theater and uh you know has has been doing a really kind of a signature uh show attraction for animal kingdom for long time now uh, and that's festival lion king um and it's you know such a strong show that it's even getting its own uh special dining package stuff put together for it for at least limited times and that's pretty rare so festival lion king uh which advanced over its uh, sort of compatriot show in the Animal Kingdom uh, in the first round, beating out Finding Nemo the Musical. Um, Vessel Lion King is facing off against the three seed and last My Walt Disney World champion, Haunted Mansion. So, see, I believe uh, Chris, is it Chris this time that has to go first? I think if you want it to be. (laughs) I think it is. Um, So, Chris, you're up first here. Festival of Lion King or Haunted Mansion? You know, this necessarily shouldn't be as tough of a decision as I'm thinking about it. Uh, I actually haven't seen Festival of Lion King. However, I have seen Lion King, the Broadway show. Uh, I don't know how well they compare. Um, And... And the Haunted Mansion, I, you know, I always compare it to the Disneyland version. Um, so I'm like on the, I'm on the fence here. It was like, which, which version do I, would I prefer? And it's, it's hard for me to pick the Festival of Lion King. The fact that I, I really have not seen the show uh, for myself, except for, you know, YouTube videos and things like that. So sure. I, I, as much as I love Lion King, and I'm sure it's a fantastic show that. At some point, I will have to visit before it's gone. Um, I'm going to have to go with the Haunted Mansion. All right. So perhaps a somewhat surprisingly reluctant vote for Haunted Mansion from uh, Chris. Uh, Dave or Nate, do you want to either give a more ringing endorsement of uh, Mansion or or argue with him here? I'll give you a more ringing endorsement. Uh, once you've seen Festival of the Lion King once – You've seen it a thousand times. I'm going to say that I've seen it once and I honestly don't care to see it again. It's cool. The the costumes are great. Uh, But Haunted Mansion just has Walt's hands on it. I know it opened and he didn't have anything to do with the Walt Disney World Haunted Mansion. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's a graveyard in there, but. Yeah, you know, but just. Haunted Mansion, you think of Walt Disney. Uh, so it's really one of those things you have to go with Haunted Mansion here. I I, I don't see, in, 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 in my mind, I don't see how Haunted Mansion could get beat by Festival of the Lion King. All right, so we've got uh, two votes for Mansion. Uh, Nate, you going to give me an opportunity and an excuse to make a tie, or does Mansion make a clean sweep of it? I think Mansion makes a clean sweep of it. I thought Finding Nemo, the musical, should have beat Festival Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, the tag on the front of my van says Doom Buggy. So, 
All right. All right. So I guess that's a hint, huh? Um, yeah. I mean, it sounds like without much opposition, you know, Haunted Mansion advances. And and I, you know, having just ridden the Disneyland version of Haunted Mansion this past week, you know, I, I hear you, Chris. I understand what you're saying about uh, in some ways feeling like the Walt Disney World version of Haunted Mansion is sort of a, a you know, lesser stepchild or something. Um, but that said... I do think that Haunted Mansion at Walt Disney World has continued to get attention from Imagineers. It's got, you know, on, on maybe even a more regular basis than is is fair. <laughs> it's gotten uh, little pluses and additions here and there uh, that's kept it fresh and, and kept it a, a top-rate attraction. And so, um, you know, I, I, I think that despite fire-juggling you know, deserving some extra credit for, for, uh, uh, Festival of Lion King. I, I can't really argue with Haunted Mansion in a clean sweep. Uh, all right. So our, our last second round matchup here is, uh, interesting to me. Um, you know, a couple of, of attractions that have long histories at Walt Disney World. Um, we have, the Walt Disney World Railroad, which had the upset in the first round uh, as the 10 seed and uh, overcoming the Festival of Fantasy Parade, matched up with the number two seed in the region, Illuminations, Reflections of Earth. And, you know, the, the, that Illuminations show has been the way to close out the night at Epcot now for, uh, gosh, almost as long as Epcot's been open. I mean, it's been a while. So, Nate, it's back around to you, and I know I know that Illuminations is not your favorite show, but it's still the number two seed. Does it deserve to advance against the Walt Disney World Railroad? I voted against both of these in the first... <laughs> <laughs> if I was on that show, but... Uh... <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I've only watched Illuminations twice in 10 years. And I've probably ridden the railroad as many times. I, I, well, none of, the above, is not a, none of the above is not an option here. Can one of the other guys cast their first vote? Because I, I'm, I'm stuck. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll help him out if you don't mind, Aaron. Oh, sure. Let's hear it. Here's my here's my argument in voting for the railroad. So we've heard for the past five years uh, that Illuminations is getting canceled and something else is being put in. You've never heard in almost 50 years about the railroad being canceled and then putting something else in. And the railroad is straight up Walt Disney himself. If there was anything that Walt Disney loved more than Disney, the Mickey Mouse era itself, is his love of railroads. So I'm going to cast a strong vote for the railroad. All right. So Dave is is speaking up, uh, you know, quite forcefully and and uh, I think with a pretty solid base here for the Walt Disney World Railroad as a uh, sort of a, a lingering element of uh, you know Walt's influence and uh, you know speaking out strongly for the railroad um, I don't know Chris you want to argue with him here 
Uh, yes, because I'm good at doing that. Um, (laughs) You would, Chris. I'm not shocked. Look, so here's the thing. Uh, As much as I really do enjoy uh, the railroad, uh, I did not make it a must-do when I went to Walt Disney World. Um, When I go to Disneyland, however, it is a must-do. You know, yeah, Walt really enjoyed the the railroad i mean that's part of him it's part of the park and i mean heck it's it's named after you know lily bell it's classic um illuminations is just as classic uh it's been around forever as long as i can remember uh this last trip i was able to see it um it's interesting uh it's hard to, I, don't, I mean, for a show to be around that long and how big of a scope it is, and you you can always see something different. It's always a different angle. Um, depending on where you're viewing it from, you can get a different show. And I feel like it could, you know, you get a different experience each time. So, you know, for that, I'm going to give it to uh, Illuminations. Okay, so we have maybe a... I don't know, somewhat reluctant vote for, for illuminations or, uh, an, an unsure, uncertain vote for illuminations perhaps. Um, but, uh, a vote for illuminations nonetheless. So Nate, uh, you know, we had a, a vote there for illuminations from Chris, who basically said, look, illuminations, you can get a different view from all over the, all around the lagoon. Always offers you something a little different each time you watch. And Dave, you know, making that nostalgia argument for the railroad, um, which argument has you swayed? <laughs> you know, I, I hear the railroad argument and I, I've heard, I didn't hear the illuminations argument. I lost connection there for a while. But. <laughs> I'm going to have to give the nod to Illuminations, even though I don't like the show at all. (laughs) (laughs) An extremely reluctant vote. (laughs) Yes. I I mean, the last time I watched it, I I got a fast pass for it, and it was a better show than I had remembered previously, but I think that had to do with the really good view I had of it. Okay. Okay. So, well, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess that's I have part a more of the point. Recent, but good memory of illuminations. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, you know, I, I think that that was part of the argument that that Chris was making. There was that 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 ability to find a different angle, see something different from a different angle, is is part of what you know had him voting for illuminations. I, I think that for my p- part. I hear what Dave's saying about Walt's love of trains and their their role in the development of the parks but um and and again coming off of you know just having been uh, at disneyland last week and and we did ride the train a couple of times um at disneyland here's the big difference walt disney world's train could be great but it's not (laughs) um they really missed the opportunity with the train at walt disney world to 
you know, take advantage of, of places where they could establish scenery. I mean, even the places where they have had sort of a tableau to watch as you go past, it, it's gotten, you know, less focus over time instead of more. Um, you know, the, the parts as you pass near, uh, you know, I think there's, a, there was an area around near where, where kind of where it gets sort of close to Tom Sawyer Island. There was a Native American campground that, you know, isn't as visible anymore if it's even still there. Uh, it's just, there's not a compelling reason to ride the railroad at Walt Disney World like there is at Disneyland where there's really cool stuff to see from the railroad. Um, it just seems not to be the case so much at Walt Disney World. And for all its weaknesses, Illuminations remains, number one, a unique experience. You can ride a railroad at any of the Disneyland parks, right? And just about anywhere in the world, there's a train. Um, but there's only one Illuminations show. And it's unique to Epcot. It's been there a long time. It's probably due for a replacement. But even at that, um, I- I'm not inclined to abandon it and to force it into a tie with the railroad. So, Dave, again, sorry, not going to happen. You're going down. Look, this is twice I've, I've tried to get you to side with me, and twice you've burned me. Come on. Yeah, you got to have to work harder. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll send you that bank account information. Um, Fine. What does it take? <laughs> Do I have to say a couple rock chalk Jayhawks over here and set roll tide? Now that would be, that might get you somewhere. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, you know, as long as we're still rolling along, we might as well just go ahead and, and pick up with our third round of the Nate region. Surprise, surprise. Um, we've only got two matchups, and uh, this will take us down to uh, you know, the, the, basically the Sweet 16 of, uh, or I'm sorry, no, the, the Elite 8 of uh, the tournament, or at least part of it. Um, and we'll start up at the top of the bracket with probably the the most challenging matchup yet in this region um you know even aside from uh, a couple of ties here just because it's two powerhouses matching up it's the number one seed happily ever after facing its first real competition from the four seed expedition everest so dave what do you think Uh, i'm gonna pick soren to win this one Uh, (laughs) oh wait wait i can't do that because i I wasn't Okay, fine. Um, actually, I, I'm going to pick what I thought should have lost the last round, and I'm going to say Expedition Everest wins this. Um, it is the best roller coaster at any four of the parks. Um, it's a fun ride you can do with most of your family. Uh, I think it's what 48 inches and above. Right. Um, it is one of the hot, one of the taller um, height requirements. Right, but it's also it, it's it's one of the I want to say it's one of the most fun roller coasters I've ridden in the past five or six years. And that's, that's including some six flags parks, uh, because of the story element that, that it involves. Uh, so I'm going to go with expedition Everest. Okay. So Dave makes the case for expedition Everest. Uh, you know, Nate happily ever after was your number one seed. You want to make a defense here of happily ever after? Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, uh, I mean, as fireworks shows go, I don't think uh, anything on property or anywhere can touch the uh, spectacular that Happily Ever After is. I mean, it's just a phenomenal show. The you know, with or without fireworks, the castle projections themselves are are, are pretty amazing. The the detail, 
the closer you can get, the better, better the show is. But, uh, and as far as expedition ever being the best coaster on property, our, our tie from two rounds back, have you ridden slinky dog yet? Because that is a coaster, which everyone can enjoy. And it's an extremely fun coaster. So I don't think expedition Everest is the best coaster on property anymore. Oh, oh <laughs> come on. There's no thrill on slinky dog. Oh, it's yes, a cool coast. Okay. Come on. Those little bunny Hills. No, not the bunny Hills. The first drop, <laughs> but are you going That's backwards? <laughs> no, <laughs> Okay, I rest my you case. You do go backwards on Slinky Dog, though. The, uh, at the second launch, you go backwards for just a little bit. Yeah, but come on. <laughs> uh, and, and as far as theming, uh, uh, Slinky Dog's got Expedition Everest beat. <laughs> the queue line's very fun to sit there and look at all the little hidden the things in there. The queue line's awesome on Everest, too. All right, so so we've got some impassioned argument happening here. Um, we've got we've got one vote uh, already for Expedition Everest. We have one vote for Happily Ever After. What's it going to be? He said it himself. Um, he's like, the closer you are, the better the show is. Well, good luck getting close. Um, <laughs> that hub is a madhouse you have to be a nutcase to try to get yourself down there to even get a decent spot to see what's going on and honestly so you can take all the uh theme park videos and things like that i can watch happily ever after online and get a nice pretty good perspective of the show uh you you can't do that with expedition everest you're not going to get the thrill of what you're experiencing uh, through you know a, a video, it's it hands down the best roller coaster on property, and I don't know how a lame little slinky dog is going to beat it. Um, that Yeti will eat that slinky dog <laughs> for breakfast, um, even without even working it, arms. Can't move. It, yes, exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, I I don't I don't see how <laughs> I don't see how. Um, you know, like you can see fireworks everywhere. Um, and I just, I don't, I don't think it can beat a roller coaster. I, I'm, I'm more, I'm, I'm more for the thrills. So I'm going to go with uh, Expedition Everest again and, and hopefully to push it forward. All right. Did so Chris have... just agree with me? <laughs> this is true. We easy. should mark it on our calendars. Chris Very agreed with Dave. It happened. Um, so Chris and Dave are both siding with Expedition Everest. Um, Nate has, uh, made his argument for happily ever after. I'm, I'm really conflicted here. Um, Aaron, don't do it. <laughs> I mean, I have to think back to, to some of the arguments that we've made between the beginning of the tournament and here and, and how these attractions got to where they are. and. You know, I mean, when we talk about Expedition Everest, I, I hear what you're saying about it being such a great attraction. I agree. It's, it's you know, probably the best roller coaster at Walt Disney World. I'll, I'll even make, you know, I'll even say that, um, that I agree that it's probably true that Slinky Dog is, doesn't have the intensity that Everest has. And as much as I love Everest, as much as I defend Everest as an 
a quality experience, even with a non-working Yeti, it's still got a non-working Yeti. Like that's still a thing. Um, and on the other hand, happily ever after, it just works the way it's supposed to. It's pretty flawless. Um, it stole wishes from us. Well, thank God. Wishes oh, have run on. its course. I got to say, I'm not one who was head over heels for Wishes. I mean, I thought Wishes was a good show, but frankly, I found the children's choir kind of manipulative and, you know, I I didn't love it. Um, I I would agree with Nate. I think that the the Happily Ever After story is more complete and and in a lot of ways more honest. It's not um, intentionally pulling heartstrings, you know, in, in order to, to provoke a reaction instead of just telling a story. Um, the way that happily ever after is integrated, uh, it's, it's projection elements with the, the fireworks has really set a standard that other shows that have been developed since have followed. So it's got that trailblazing aspect to it. Um, I'm, I'm going to have to cast a vote for happily ever after and let the fans decide whether, you know, a, a show that the whole family can enjoy and that runs the way it's supposed to run all the time um, should advance to the next round or whether the thrill of Expedition Everest, despite its flaws, is enough to allow it to overcome Happily Ever After. So we have a, a tie there and uh, we move to our, our last matchup of the evening. This is the uh, third round matchup between Haunted Mansion in the Magic Kingdom and Illuminations, Reflections of Earth in Epcot. And uh, I believe it's Chris's turn to get us rolling. So, uh, Chris, what's it going to be? Haunted Mansion or Illuminations? I think it's a pretty easy pick. We got to go with the the big man on campus and that's that's the haunted mansion um still one of the best and like you said earlier uh, they're always continuously updating it adding in little extras little pluses i mean the interactive queue for the haunted mansion at walt disney world is one of the best um it it makes me wish we could get stuff like that at disneyland <clears throat> Uh, the, the kids absolutely love playing with all the different musical instruments and, um, you know, the book, the, the, the magic bookshelf and all, all of the stuff that's there to do. Uh, I, it, it just, it can't beat, uh, or uh, illuminations can't beat a haunted mansion. So that's gonna, I'm gonna have to take that one. Okay. Uh, so Chris makes the argument for Haunted Mansion. Uh, Nate or Dave, either of you want to argue with him about this and defend Illuminations? No, in fact, I, I'm trying to find a way to disagree with Chris so we don't do it twice in a show, but mark it down twice in a show. It happened. I'm agreeing with Chris, Haunted Mansion in a landslide. And I, I have to guess, Nate, here that, uh, you know, you're you're not going to be the one to be going to bat for uh, illuminations. Uh, no, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, look, I I have to agree. I I think that uh, this was a, a matchup that you know fell right into Haunted Mansion's hands. Frankly, um, I mean, as much as I enjoy illuminations and I, and I've defended illuminations in the past, um, you know, I think that 
it has some advantages over the other nighttime spectaculars just because, you know, some of the viewing spots. And I mean, it's hard to beat the ability to relax at the Rosen Crown with a Scotch flight and watch Illuminations. Um, and I can't take my Scotch flight on Haunted Mansion. Um, it just doesn't work. Uh, even with Adam Dale's help, that wouldn't work. You could. Nah, it would spill. It would spill well, when the jerk, because you know, when they turn, when the chair turns, it kind of jerks. That's true. That's that, true. that wouldn't do. That wouldn't be good. You could put the flight in a flask. Yeah, but see, then they all get mixed up. That's the problem. It's a flight. Flasks. You got to have three. Oh, only three. I do four. Oh wow. I can't. I can only. It's it's a flight at at, at Rosen Crown. I can only afford three. Oh, <laughs> good point. Good point. I think I'd have to take out a you know a second mortgage to take four. Um, <laughs> in any case, it really doesn't matter. Haunted Mansion advances here, um, and we have our Elite Eight entrance from Nate's region. Almost, we have one Haunted Mansion. We're going to need help from listeners on the other one because we still have a tie. So just to to. Do a quick recap of uh, how the two rounds that we ran through tonight went. Um, we had Happily Ever After with the big win over Mickey's Magic. We had Expedition Everest over Soren around the world, much to the chagrin of Dave. We had Haunted Mansion with maybe an easier than expected win over Festival of the Lion King. And Illuminations surviving a bit of a challenge from the Walt Disney World Railroad. We moved on to our third round matchups, and uh, Happily Ever After and Expedition Everest are locked in a tie after I cast my host's prerogative vote to invoke the tie and to save uh, uh, Happily Ever After from elimination. So we'll have to get Votes from the listeners to determine who uh, advances to the Elite Eight out of those two. Uh, on the other side of the bracket, Haunted Mansion had uh, probably the easiest advancement to the Elite Eight, maybe the easiest that we'll see uh, in this entire tournament. It's hard to say because it's the first time we've had one of those in this this year's tournament. But uh, in any case, the three-seed Haunted Mansion, you know, a, a mild upset over the two seed eliminations to advance to the elite eight. Uh, so, Hey, as we're wrapping up guys, um, real quickly go around and, uh, you know, Dave, any of these matchups particularly surprise you in their outcome or, um, disappoint you, frustrate you? I mean, I know uh, uh, Soren may be it. I don't know. Is there another <laughs> one that bothers you even more? No, Soren's the, the sticking point for me on this one. All right. How about you, Chris? Anything jump out at you as maybe catching you by surprise or, or you know, causing you to, to even cast a vote maybe you didn't expect? Uh, no, everything went pretty much the way I, I picked. However, I have to say um, another thing I agree with, Dave. Uh, what? Now, I didn't get to experience this. Now, I know it's, it's off the list, but just because it's gone now, I, I, I'm sad that it, it didn't win. But uh, The Void. Uh, I got to experience it in Vegas. They have uh, the same version for the Star Wars. And uh, hands down, one of the best things I've experienced. And I hope to see more of that in the future. Um, I just wish more people could experience it or would experience it. I know it's a little pricey, but uh, I thought it was worth every penny. 
All right. So Chris uses his opportunity to uh, sort of wish a fond farewell to the void. Uh, Nate, how about you? What do you think of uh, how things came out in this round or rounds? I can't believe I can't believe they voted for Expedition Everest. That and uh, I wish Slinky Dog had beaten Zorn, but uh, outside of everything, went pretty much as I thought it might. All right. So with that, you know, you've heard us rambling on about these attractions. Uh, We'd love to hear from you and what you think of these matchups. You can email us at podcast at disdads.com visit our blog disdads.com and hey we really need you to do that to help us break these ties um, you can also tweet us at disdads podcast on twitter or visit us on facebook at facebook.com slash disdads podcast and if you've got an extra minute we'd really appreciate a review um, if you could take a minute and pop over to apple podcasts or itunes and leave a review of the show it just makes it easier for other folks to find the show when they're searching for Disney fan content that they might enjoy. Um, Great opportunity to kind of share the love. Until next time, I've been Aaron Rittmaster with Chris Papchek. Haunted Mansion will win. (laughs) Dave Adams. Maybe this will help me next time. Rock Chalk Jayhawk. (laughs) And the uh, bracket godfather himself, Nathan Trent. Vote for Happily Ever After, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Our outro music is Whiskey on the Mississippi by Kevin McLeod. Kevin makes his music available under Creative Commons licensed by attribution at incompetech.com. Thanks for the song, Kevin.